some of this good stuff in here. Hey, Tom. Hey. Go ahead and keep on going, Tom. Now, let it rip, Tom. Give us the good stuff. What are you feeling? Yeah, yeah. The spirit's I, talking I, to you right now. Oh, yes. The spirit is, is in this house. And so we just, we just praise him, God. Who would be praised? You know, the, the, the Feast of Weeks is really one of those very special festivals. All of them are prophetic. And all of them point, it's, it's Yahuwah giving us the plan of salvation in a very, in a summary manner that is very practical. And we are called to, to, to embrace them because they actually teach us what Yahuwah is going to do throughout the course, especially in the final generation. So everything points to the final generation. And uh, I mean, everything is going to have their fulfillment, their most complete fulfillment in that final generation. So I'm just really happy to be, you know, with this uh, set apart gathering. My wife is, is here as well. She just, you'll be here shortly. Um, but yeah, uh, like you, you were saying earlier, but it's just kind of like in the middle. But one of the things that's kind of interesting about the Feast of Weeks is that when we look at um, when we look at the scripture, it actually says that it is it's a festival of the first fruits. So Yahuwah, Yahushua is the first fruits on the 16th day, the first month, which we celebrated um, the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And so he rose on that 16th day. He's the firstborn of all those that slept, okay? You know, he's the only one that could pay for our sins. You know, Yahuwah could not die. The scripture says he's the only one who has immortality. So his son paid that price for us. And so we are just so grateful. But then, then he had that you know, they, they calculated, they calculate a lot of people calculate it wrong, but it's very clear. It says at seven, seven weeks after counting from the day, okay, after the Sabbath, which anchors the Sabbath to the moon calendar. There's no way to even see that differently. The Sabbath is anchored right to the moon calendar. Um, and so it says from the from that, from the day after the Sabbath, count seven Sabbaths. And then, after those are complete, add 50 days. So when, if you do it like many of the churches do it, they just count seven Sabbaths, and they add another day. It's always going to fall on their Sunday. It's always the Pentecost also known as the Feast of, Feast of Weeks, is also called Pentecost, will always land on a Sunday, always. And so as, you know, I, I used to go to the Adventist, Sinaventist uh, Assembly Church, and I was wondering, why is it we keeping this, you know, this festival, you know, those, there, there were Adventists who were starting to keep the feast, and, you know, it's always on a Sunday. But then I was like, wait a minute, something's wrong with this, and went back to the scripture, and no one added the 50 days. But when you add the 50 days, the 50 days plus seven weeks is approximately about 100 days, which is the, which is the period of time for a complete growing season. And so, therefore, it becomes, you know, Yahushua in, in, um, in the Gospels said that the, the field is the world. You know, the tares, you have the tares and the wheat growing together until the harvest 
So complete growing season, if you look at even a package of seeds, it'll tell you the growing season. I think watermelon is one of the longest growing seasons, and it's about 100 days from seed to harvest. And so um, it's showing the growing season, and it's, it's about 100 days. So it's, it just shows, the scripture is true, it's just amazing. So it's very, very practical, and it shows Yahuwah is going to give us a period of time the spirit of Yahuwah, I believe, is going to come upon this earth, and he's going to bring to light truth as it is already beginning to start sprouting up. Truth is going to come to light in such a manner that so many people are going to see it. I mean, my, my mother um, is into the Adventist, is a seven Adventist, and she couldn't see anything. You know, she, she said that me keeping the calendar according to the scripture was was like witchcraft because you know the, the witches keep a, a, a lunar calendar like, wait a minute what does the scripture say so show me the scripture so for the first time i was talking to the other day for the first time she started to acknowledge the name she started saying you know there's something about this name thing that i need to do some more research in i said listen mommy i have a bible at home that, that is from 15, I think it's 1590, it's the Geneva Bible. I says the name of Jesus doesn't appear once in it because it was before the J's even existed. I says, I have it. I said, I can show you. She said, okay, order me that Bible. I need, I need to do my research. <laughs> so, um, you know, it doesn't exist because it, it was not in existence. So, you know, we have to, we have to do our homework. And um, Yahuwah has given us this, this time for, for us to come together and do what we need to do because, listen, it, it hasn't, it has barely even started. You know, truth is coming out and, uh, and we just, we have to be doers of the truth. You know, so not the hearers of the law are just before Yahuwah, but the doers of the law shall be justified. Here they, they keep the commandments of, of, of Elohim, that they may have right to the tree of life. So how are we supposed to think that we are going to eat from the tree of life if we're not even keeping his commandments? Mm. Come and following his instructions. We cannot, we're just fooling ourselves. Mm. So I, I just praise you. This, I, we missed the last time. Um, I'm not exactly sure what happened there, but, um, we, but I'm glad that we're here today. We're glad you're here today, too. How many of y'all appreciate Brother Tal sharing those words? I appreciate it. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Tal. Beautiful, Tal. Was, was that perfectly said, Jody, or what? I mean, that's just like, my dad. Yes, yes. My dad, who's coming further and further to the truth, he's a farmer. Okay. So when I talk to him about this, I understand. My dad's like, so he, right now, guess what he's doing? He's starting to take his first crops to the what? The market. There you go. It's just now happening, you know, where he's going, I'm getting all my stuff in. So I said, Dad, this is the Feast of Weeks. He goes, well, that makes sense. You know? I said, Dad, what if the Feast of Weeks was 50 days ago? He said, well, I wouldn't hardly have anything but a few onions and... <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's oh. country, you know. I just I have a few onions, you know. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Well, guys, we got a big project that's happening every day. I don't know if I told y'all about it, but uh, the guy who put it on my heart 
It's been years. I didn't know that. I'm like, man, am I supposed to do this? But what happens is every time I read the, 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 the scriptures, the most updated scriptures, you know, that we can find out there that gets rid of all the pagan names and all of that nonsense, I'm still having to translate the translations while I'm reading. And one of the benefits that I had during those three and a half years of studying six to 10 hours a day is I was picking up Hebrew pretty good, understanding it, not fluent whatsoever, but I understand it's kind of like the alphabet. I can understand the alphabet, right? <laughs> and so um, I just kept every day I'd, I'd be reading and translating. I looked over at my wife one morning. I said, Yahoo, put it on my heart to go ahead and translate the scripture front to back. So every day, pretty much every day, I wake up, I translate at least one chapter per day. So with Promote the Truth, we're going to be putting out, it's going to probably take about another year, maybe a year and a half, but then it should be done. And some days I can get three, four, I think the bit, I think I've got four in it one day, one time. But what's happening while I'm going through that is such a spiritual experience at the same time. It's very spiritual. And it's very obvious. And again, you start with, and what I'm doing now is I'm indexing. My wife asked me, she says, as I'm correcting all the, the, the spelling, utilizing very basic common sense. So I can only imagine when this comes out, there's going to be a lot of people from the quote Jewish world. They're going to be like, what, 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 you know, but I would be like, this is the alphabet in Ivory, in Hebrew. And um, so I'm just putting those words together, very simple. And uh, we're going to watch and see how that, that flows out so that when we, we go out to the world, we have a, a translation that I, I'm just speaking from me. This is just me and my opinion, right? Because I know me. Everybody, all of you know yourself. The scripture says to their own self, be true. So I'm just saying me and me being true, I'm feeling no, comp no competition. I've removed myself from the competitive plane. I just feel like this will be the most authentic translation of the scriptures in the world without any agendas, without any religious organizations, influence, without any uh, even cultural, current cultural influence. It's just going to be all right. This is the alphabet. <laughs> and we're going to put those words out there like that. So it's going to be unique to see that. Brother Todd did a great job getting a good introduction. You know, we, we just want to come together. We're commanded to have a set of our gathering today. Today is the Feast of Weeks. Um, it is not the Pentecost. Pentecost is a Greek word. And uh, we got to be careful when we say these words, you know. I, you know, we got to be careful, real careful with it because it could take away. Um, you gotta, and, and, and again, we got to also just be careful of all the other the translations to it because, you know, they talk about uh, in, in, in the current modern Hebrew, they say Shavuot. No, there's not an O there, but uh, it's Shavuot. 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 Yeah, so if you put the I in there, it means of. But if you're just going to say weeks, weeks is Shabbat. 
And so when they came out of Mitzrayim, they traveled X amount of days to get to the Mount. And so the current modern day Jewish folks, they calculate, I don't know if you're a child, check that out, Tal, but they're calculating coming out of Mitzrayim, getting to the Mount. And that's why last month, the quote, modern Jewish folks celebrated. They did what Tal just talked about. They counted the, the, the four Shabbats. Well, what they didn't count was when Musha went up on the mountain. You see? So when he went up on the mountain, that's when we get the 50 days. Came back down with the two tablets of stone. And so uh, it's a very unique time, man, to be able to, to educate people. You know, we don't know everything, but we know our intent. I think what's so beautiful about what we're building through Promote the Truth is people that have the right intent. We want to follow the truth. I want to see, you know, if there's something, and I want to do it all based on the best scriptures we can find. So whatever is the, 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 the most, the oldest, most complete translations we can find, that would be what we want to base our lives on. And uh, as 2 Timothy 3.16 says, all scripture is a lure breed. It's useful for teaching, for correcting, instructing, even rebuking in all the ways of, of, of Yahuwah. So we just wanted to pull it together. I think, you know, if y'all want to add, you know, add anything, this is, this is our gathering. And uh, what Yahuwah has been doing with you through this year, you know, we're getting into the year now. And um, a lot of great things, man. We've seen some miracles taking place. And we want to celebrate that. But today is a big time celebration. It's the fourth, and 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 most of y'all y'all walked through it. So for and for for several of you, this will be the first year that you did all seven festivals. Hallelujah! Right, It'll be the first year that you can say, "I was man, I'm, I'm guarding the commandments, and I'm and and He's commanded us to guard His eternal festivals." And so that makes me feel great you know, to know that there are a group of people. And here's what I figured out. It don't take a gang of people to make this big movie. It don't take a gang. Like a seed, a good seed is going to duplicate itself. So you're talking about the harvest, you put that good seed in the grass, seed's going to come up. What that seed is wanting to do is immediately it wants to create more of what it is. So, and I, you know what about the seed? I don't think the seed ever looks around and goes, is anybody coming with me? <laughs> I don't think the seed does that. And I think that a human being is, you know, always look, so, so, what do you think? What do you think? I think the seed, if I plant a pepper, a green pepper seed in the ground, I'm telling you, one, if I plant just one in the ground and I don't do anything, but I keep the ground clear from the weeds choking it out, that pepper is going to come up, it's going to produce fruit peppers, some of that's going to fall on the ground and crack open. And guess what's inside that pepper? Those, those grown peppers. Guess what's inside of them? Some more yeah. seeds. Why is those seeds? Here's the question, everybody. Why is those seeds inside of that fully grown fruit? To make more seeds. To make more plants. To make more seeds. Reproduce. Keep life going. Keep regenerating more fruits. And make more fruits. Generate more fruits. Yeah. 
Is that is that is that is that seed ever? Do you think that seed's ever looking? I think that's part of what we have to deal with with our consciousness, you know, and why how Shatan plays so much on people's consciousness because that seed just doesn't look around and go, man, what am I supposed to do? It knows what it was created to do. And Yahuwah told us in the beginning, go for, be fruitful, and multiply. Yahusha said, go for, and, and I want you to immerse, go make disciples. So, like, we should really look at ourselves as we've been planted, we've been allowed to grow, and inside of us are seeds. <laughs> Hey, hey, sister. I see sister just showed up there. Lisa, hey. Hi. Bye, shalom. Happy feast of week. Shalom, shalom. Think about that. We got seeds in us, and our seeds really starts with our tongue. Mm -hmm. So that's what I want to kind of open up with. Anybody like to share anything else here on the feast of weeks? Love to hear from you. It was very humorous when you said that about the, uh, uh, Jay, when you said about uh, Mr. Nolan, about the, the seed, but we as humans, we look around for a committee, but the real seed just does green pepper, does green pepper, and onions do onions. They don't do peaches. And if we just, to me, what came in my spirit, we do our talent, we do our seed. I can hear Marshall say, what will you put into the ground? <laughs> thank you i think um something that about this um feast that you know i i start reading more by it, it was getting closer and it it was says that this feast has been celebrated since the beginning even from heavens and it has been Every time this celebration has come is the day that Yahuwah have done, um, uh, how do you call those covenants with his, his real uh, kids, his real child. And it was with Abraham that he did the covenant and he was celebrating this feast that same day. And then he passed that to um, Yitzhak and then to Jakub and then to Musha and then Yahusha, the day that he uh, gave the covenant to us to get into the people, the spirit into the people, that was the last covenant that was done in the scriptures. But it don't mean that every time this festival, if in the histories that in the stories that are in the scripture it was a covenant every time that this feast was coming around it means that there has been covenants after that and it means that there is a covenant that Jehua is making with us today and each of us know inside of our souls and our hearts what is that covenant that he's doing with us so it's so important that we analyze too, because I believe that if there's 50, like the times it was, it, this feast is completely different at the other ones. The other ones, each one is the first day or the 15th day of the month seven. 
this one is like you have these days that you're supposed to be analyzing yourself like there's something special about you going through these specific days so to come to a conclusion on what is that covenant that Yahuwah is doing with you today and what are you getting into a commitment with him today so that was really um, something that really impacted me uh, this, this week, uh, reading about this feast, because I believe that he is doing a covenant with us. And the covenant that is, is being renewed every single time this feast has come around is that he is passing Abraham covenant. So I, I'm really um, blessed that we have been able to come to this day today. Lenny, you've been spending a lot of time in the book of Ubal. Sign name, sign name Jubilees. So I'm gonna give y'all a word that Lena's been in because she probably maybe you drop a couple of things with that, Lena. So in the chat for everybody, I'm dropping the word in there. Word for the day, Jubilee, correct word. I gave you the Hebrew, the modern Hebrew spelling. And then I gave you the English translation of that to kind of give you an idea. Um the simplicity of this, but like even in like in, in, in modern Israel Hebrew, they'll call that word Yuval. Okay, so I'm gonna show you like with my translation was taking place. So if you look right there, you know, like like Hebrew is written, is read from right to left, not left to right. So that little yod over there would be the first, that would be the Y. All right. And then you look at the next one. So, so you got the you got the ua is the next one. That little line that goes like the straight down. That's an ua, like a u. And then that next one is a bet. So this is the examples of what we're talking about. That's a bet, like a b. But they will you will see that a lot of times people would call that b a v. That's not a v. That's a b every time. So you, and then you just let it come on out. You, and that's a lament. The last one's an L. You, you, so that's that correct. So what are you getting, Lena, out of the book of you, that's like, that you just kind of related to, to, to what's going on now? It's, it's really like there's deeper stories in there. Like you can understand a lot of, things that you read in the first books and and the commitments that uh like the story that I read there it was the, the story that we always know about um 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 oh my goodness my head just blind um <laughs> sorry remind me the kid of Gitzag that went into the pit the right Yusuf. Okay, Joseph. My name Joseph. Yes, Yusuf. Um, and and it goes into deeper stories, like for example, uh, how his mom was so close to Abraham, and between her and Abraham, make sure that because Yitzhak loved issue his oldest son. But he didn't have the heart of Jakub. And Abraham knew it. 
But Yitzhak and the traditions of the culture was that the oldest son will have everything passed, like the blessings will pass to him. But just reading all the details on how, because you read in the first books, like the mom kind of helped Jakub to trick his dad. And I was always was asking, well, that was kind of like wrong. Like why, why the mom is doing that? And how is that Jakub got blessed when he kind of trick his dad? That was not like, that didn't sound really like something that a son supposed to be doing to a dad. <laughs> <laughs> but then coming into, into this deeper um, stories about, about how everything happened, and the commitment that Abraham had with Yahuwah and how he made sure everything was passing along and how his kids went through a lot of tribulations, but Yahuwah always was blessing them and, and knowing how they was like so deep into doing all these festivals and learning more and more about Jehua, how the dads are teaching their kids how to read. Like Abraham, it was his dad to teach him to read. And how is that, that involvement that you see it in life now happening, but you know, it is really like really make you see a different side, kind of like the behind the scenes when you read a story. And I think, uh, it really opened the eyes and it, it, it talks about this, this feast. It says how, how when Musha and, and one thing that I, that I realized reading this book, sometimes a lot of times, because I started reading the scriptures from the beginning, every single day, I read at least one chapter, um, one, yeah, one chapter. So I read everything and then I got to Jubilus and I was like, who I was always asking who wrote these scriptures like in some places it looked like a Musha did but in other places like somebody else was telling the story about Musha because there is not it's not writing in I was doing this I was doing that is writing Musha did this Jehua did that so it was somebody outside of them mm -hmm. and then when I start reading the Jubilees I see that the messengers was the one writing the scriptures so it's really interesting knowing the how Jehuah makes sure that his workers was placing in writing everything for us to be able to read it so it was like really Jehuah pretty much because we know that he got his messengers but he is in them the ones that wrote the scriptures so there's different parts because we know that all these books was just pretty much letters um, and, 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 and stories that was writing and they just place it, you know, uh, in a sequency. But seeing, seeing how I was reading all that, I was like, what are you talking about? Like to who they're talking about in Jubilees? And, and is this messenger doing the telling the story and I realized at the end when I finished the book that the messenger was telling the story to Musha while he was like writing it so it's interesting how seeing all all Jehua is just is so much you know um there's so much perfection 
And, and I think that's what he wants us to be. He wants us to be perfect um, in, in him. Good, man. Anybody else got anything you want to add or share? A lot of good stuff out there to be able to talk about. I have something to share. You got Sister Melanie, the sunshine. Yeah, well, I kind of hinted to you yesterday when we were having our little uh, back and forth on, on between us, but um, this is not about the Feast of Weeks. This is about something I think is a miracle. Um, last Monday, as some of you know, I had my 12-year-old grandson for two weeks with me and you know, we got to explore a lot of things. And he wanted to go to the Lowell Observatory up at, uh, at the University of Northern Arizona. And for some of you who don't know where that is, that's, that's where Pluto was discovered. And he was all about going up there and looking through the telescope. And um, so I got the tickets, you know, about a month ago. And, uh, when we went to go up on Sunday, it showed rain all week. And if there's raining, you can't look through the telescopes because they can't get through the cloud cover. So I said, so what do you want to do? He goes, well, let's go up. You know, they've got other things that you can do. So we did. We drove all the way to Flagstaff and it's pouring rain down all the way there. Dark skies. So that was Monday and uh, we went up and he says, let's just go back to the hotel, which we can't see or do anything because he did all the little things that he could do. So we went back, decided, and he's like, I'm so bummed we can't see through the telescopes. And I said, well, did you ask Yahuwah? And he said, there you go with that name again, grandma. And I said, okay, so let's pray. So I said, Yahuwah, seven times. And I said, have the clouds go away by 6.30 p.m. tonight. So it's still raining. And uh, then we went to dinner. And when we came out of dinner, it was around 